0: Now, the greatest idea of all time. Stay tuned for From the trenches of Hollywood. Here are your guru guides from the A-list to the D and everything in between. It's Ted and Craig. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to the show. It's great to be back after a week vacation there. hope Everyone had a nice holiday.
0: Ted, how about you? Very, very good. It was great. Everybody was healthy and uh, got fed. So good
1: to see good to be back. Yeah, I heard you did a lot of writing over the I did.
0: Got a lot of writing done. Uh, the podcast has helped a bit, I think. (laughs) Get me motivated. So yeah, it's the snow helps too. There's a lot of snow on the ground right now. So
1: Oof, yeah. Well, it's yeah. been super hot here in Southern California. In fact, it's going to be 90 today. Uh um but uh, anyway, uh I don't want to delay too long. We got a great guest we were talking about last time. Um going to bring him out in just a minute. We do have one question that came in that we want to get to real fast. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see here. I think I have it right here and this is from uh, Mr. witzman Yes. Mr. witzman good to hear from you again. Uh, and yeah. he says, "Okay, this is interesting, especially after um, our last show with um, our novelist, David uh, yeah. says, if, if I want to get my novel made into a movie, do I need to write it like a script or leave that for someone else to do? A good question. <clears throat> um, well, they're two different, two different things. Right. So, you know, what will happen is if you write this novel that you're working on, if uh, you want to turn it into script, then you adapt it from that point. Like right. a lot of times movies will get, turned into a, a novella of the film after mm-hmm. it's main. and those are always based strictly on the f- script itself and the movie uh if your story is going to be more expansive then write the novel especially if that's what you started out to do and there's no they're, they're totally different so don't try and write your novel as a script then it's a script right write a comic book that's what I say <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody did that. Yeah, <laughs> got me adaption. too. Yeah, got uh, yeah, 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 exactly. So, so, yeah. so from the so many things, they, they come from so many different ideas when it comes to, to screenplays and, and screenwriting. Um, which is great for this. Uh this is a great question for this show. It brings us right into our guest because today we have a screenwriter, director, producer. This guy is um he's been at this now since he was a teenager. And uh, gosh, I know he's at least second generation in the business. We can talk about that a little bit more. Yep. But uh, let's bring him out. Let's bring him out, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome our guest, the great Rolf Konevsky. Rolf, how are welcome, you? Welcome, welcome. Yeah, good. Good to see you guys. Hi. <laughs> good to see you. Hey, Rolf. Thanks for stopping in. um
0: yeah. We. Can,
1: can, um, can I chime in on that uh, question? There's a great yes. little story.
2: Um, a famous, a well-known writer named Peter Stone. Uh, he wrote uh, this. This is a fun story. He wrote a um, a screenplay, uh, which was eventually made called Charade, the great uh, movie with mm-hmm. Cary Grant and Audrey Hepburn. Mm-hmm. He was trying to sell the script around town. Nobody b- bought it. Nobody would be is interested. So he took it back, and then he wrote a script. Uh, he wrote a book of the story. The book sold. And then they hired him to write the screenplay, and then he sat around for weeks twiddling his thumbs until he just handed him the script that was written in the first place. So there you go. <laughs>
1: exactly. So I wonder, I, wondered, um, I haven't read the book, is, is the yeah. book, is it just a parallel of the script or does it expand more?
2: I think he, no, he novelized it. So he's he, okay. he's written in theater. He's written every format. I, I I never read it either, but I he told that story that he couldn't sell the script, and then when the book sold, he was he, he got hired to write the script. So yeah, it's
0: funny. How ironic! <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's
1: great. That's Hollywood. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Is, there we go. That is,
0: yeah, that is Hollywood. That's cool.
1: <laughs> uh, so, Rolf. Uh... How about, you know, I don't want to give the general question, but here it is. Throw it out there. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. A a quick little Rolf uh, bio. Okay. So,
2: um, basically, I'm from New York City. I, I got interested in film at the age of four when I fell in love with Alvin Costello movies. My father introduced me to them on television every Sunday at 11.30, 10, 11 and uh so comedy was always kind of my forte i was writing before i could even write i would tell stories to babysitters and they would translate them before i actually knew the writing but i was always coming up with stories and writing stuff i finally uh, knew early on that i wanted to be in the business and be a writer director when i was like 13 14 i got a video camera um started uh writing Scripts, after I read a bunch of screenplays, I went to conventions and bought screenplays to learn the format, and then I took a a course at HB Studios in New York on screenwriting, where I and a friend of mine were one of the only people that actually did all the assignments, because there's a lot of people that talk about wanting to be a writer, but they don't actually do the work, or they get a few pages into it, get frustrated, redo it, redo it, and never get past that. So um, I always sort of, early on, learn to finish everything you start, and even though you're gonna probably hate it at some point, to always get to the end of it because it's probably not as bad as you think it is. And it's writing is always rewriting anyway. So it's it's always gonna be a process. And then um, when I was 20 years old, um, I really, really wanted to direct. I was going to uh, college at Hampshire and I was making short films. My parents thought I was ready. I'd written a few screenplays at that time. And this was the late eighties. And I felt that horror films were sort of the way into the industry. A lot of people would start with first-time filmmakers, even from television with Spielberg, Oliver Stone with The Hand, uh, Coppola with Dementia 13. This was sort of the way in for first-time filmmakers. You didn't need a lot of money or big names. So I had written a script called There's Nothing Out There from watching tons and tons of horror films. And that was kind of a horror comedy because as I was writing it, I was I couldn't do all the cliches I'd seen in all the horror films seriously. So I had to calculate seen every horror film on video and basically came up with the idea of how do you survive a horror film? And this was my <laughs> nugget of an idea for, for that, which then years later, there was a famous movie that Wes Craven did called Scream that kind of took that and made a fortune with it. But mine was done six awesome. years beforehand, turned into its own cult movie over the years, and uh, that sort of became my calling card into the business.
1: Great movie. Awesome. I love There's Nothing Out There. It's <laughs> total classic uh if you get a chance folks you can find it there's uh there are showings that uh midnight showings sometimes there's sometimes uh, there's
2: a there's a great blu-ray that came out two years ago through vinegar syndrome they did a fantastic uh every bell and whistle you can imagine on that disc and uh and we might do a, a re-release in the next coming year or so as a a box set with some of my other films if uh things go as i hope
0: has <laughs> it, it has been years and i look forward to watching it again now that we've met now i'm gonna i can't wait I'm gonna detect oh. it and hey i know him now can't wait uh, <laughs> <Awesome>.
1: okay <laughs> so cool. you, you you actually it's interesting some of the points you just made because uh one of the reasons that we started this podcast was that we get questions from people all the time about uh how we get things done and what our process might be or what they should be trying to do uh so Instead of us just trying to field them alone, we put this together and we're bringing in people like you and you hit right on it. What we're talking about right now is we're trying to help people get through from that idea to get it on paper, to get those pages written. And you said it so many people start, but they never get past those first couple of pages or they keep rewriting those first couple of pages. What What is it? How do you start? Start your process. What what is the first thing you do? Are you an outline guy? Are you just a free writer? What do you do? Well,
2: uh, obviously, when I mean I've I've pretty much made a. I mean, I'm a writer director, but I've made a living mostly as a writer. You know, because um, uh, you can write faster and you know pay the bills. Uh, so in the over the course of time, I've written scripts that were my own ideas that were that I wrote on spec. And I, if I'm writing my own story. I sort of do the work in my head. So I, I know a lot of people use index cards and, and you know, map out their stories. I tend to come up with it and make it up as I go along. Maybe I'll have the ending in mind and then I have to figure out how to get there. I always write in order myself. I just like to see the pace of a story. And I, I write, in my mind, like a v- view of an audience that am I interested, am I bored? You know, how do you keep it moving along and, and, uh, and keep it going? However, when I get an assignment, like if someone else comes to me with an idea, they almost always want a, uh, a treatment or a beat sheet to basically map out the story, which I actually for, uh, push too, because I wanna make sure everyone's on the same page and we're all writing, you know, I'm writing the script that is, is the one that everyone wants because in every genre, there's different types of tones in the movie. And if you don't have the same mentality, the same sense of humor, the same idea of what the story's going, you could hit run into a lot of, uh, problems and rewrites and rewrites, which will happen anyway, but you want the first script to be as, as clean, as clear as possible before the actors and everybody else gets involved and, and uh, messes it all up.
1: you you, yeah exactly Uh, I've made that comment so many times yes I only have so much control once it leaves my hands ah. Uh, you you dropped you dropped some uh, uh, some uh, terminology there Um, tell everyone what what a beat sheet is because that is a movie thing
2: oh sure yeah a beat sheet is a uh, it's an outline usually done between a, a well, a screenplay, uh, or the, well, there's there's the screenplay, which is a three act structure, or a television movie. If you, I've done a lot of Lifetime movies and Hallmark type of stuff, and that's a a nine act structure. But what you're doing is you're mapping out what happens in each sequence of uh, your script. So a lot of times, and because people don't want to read, especially executives, um, uh, sometimes this will be a one page. Um, for, for, for Hallmark and Lifetime lifetime especially, it's a one page where you break down the nine acts into uh, little paragraphs that can fit on one page because they actually don't want you to go over a page at all. Then they'll, then you'll they'll ask you to elaborate, but they want it as tight as possible just because they don't want to read.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And uh, uh, with a screenplay, you tend to do, in my case, like a, a three to five page uh, beat sheet, which you divide up the three acts and then you write down the uh 10 to 15 to 20 scenes that's happened in each act which is roughly you know every 30 pages you know 90 page script is the three-act structure and that's uh how you work that out so that's sort of what a beat sheet is which is different from a treatment which is more of a uh like a novelization a short novelization of your piece where you're just writing big paragraphs of explaining what your story is and that can be anywhere from a few pages to you know 90 pages which in some cases people write the whole thing out like a book wow
0: yeah craig can i jump in and ask him uh is he a log line guy i have to mm. i gotta ask you sorry log, log, line
2: well, log lines are everyone wants them so you you always yeah. they want a
0: one a log line
2: is a one sentence uh pitch of what your story is the best way to usually do it sometimes is it's something meets something because um <laughs> yeah you know that's, well, uh, that's
0: good that's that's yeah. very true yeah yeah
2: yeah so uh you know, uh, one of my times with uh, a friend of mine, I'll, t- I'll take his line because it was great. He was doing a-, a parody in a restaurant and they were trying to order um, uh, ham and eggs. And they said it's uh, it, it, oh, no, ha- ham, and, uh, ham and fries, I think. Ham and, ham and French fries. And it was like, it's uh, babe meets uh, Les Mis. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: So I, I, we were talking, um, oh, let's go back to this, though. When you have some of these original ideas, do you feel like that you come up with the ending more often than anything else and you just try to write to that?
2: No, so, sometimes, yes. There was one script um, which I, as, as, with, with with my own scripts, uh, anything can trigger the idea. I mean, sometimes it's another movie. Sometimes it's a, a something I see in a store and something hits me or box cover and i will suddenly be like, oh, that's interesting. Um, there was one script I wrote years and years ago that was eventually made with, as a different title called Photographs. And that was, I think I had seen, I mean, I'd seen Cape Fear, I'd seen the player, and I thought the idea of a, you know, sort of a thriller where family's in jeopardy and they're being terrorized by someone. And then there's a big twist at the end that the person who's your hero that you that's being stalked is actually the villain. And the person stalking them is trying to get revenge for something you didn't know about. So it was a flip on the whole thing. And I thought that was something I hadn't seen. So I had the ending. And I wrote the first half, uh, first 30 or something pages, but I didn't have the middle. And in that case, I put the script aside for a little while and waited until I thought of enough stuff to keep the second act going to get to the third act. Um, as time goes, that script was optioned about three or four or five different times from different producers and actors. So I made money over the years. And then finally, Someone came to me about Lifetime when you do female-driven thrillers, and I thought, "Well, I could take that, reverse the sexes, make the female the protagonist, and that became uh, a movie called uh, Watch Your Back or Killer Photo with Annalyn McCord." That turned out really, really well. So, uh, so that was awesome. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like these ideas are always developing over time. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Sometimes it takes uh, forever. Sometimes things get made. Usually the stuff you really care about takes forever to get made, whereas the little stupid assignments that come up get made really, really fast. And you have to like write the script overnight and um, go into production, yeah. Uh,
1: okay, here we go. How many screenplays have you written now? Because like, I haven't asked you this question in, in probably 10 years. And <laughs> what do you think yeah. you're up to now?
2: Well, you're never supposed to, I mean, a lot of people say you don't, You know, qu- it's, it's about quality, not quantity. So, you know, uh, but right now, full scripts is uh 188. wow yeah and 87 have been produced over the years which is not a bad track record for yeah. this oh. business
1: yeah you're a writer my friend yeah thanks so. i very, pro- very proud of that That's thank great. you what what do you do what are you working on right now what's new
2: well, um, I'm always developing lots of irons in the fires because the way the world is right now, you, you never know what's going to go on. So I've been uh, there's 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 my pet projects I've been you know trying to make forever. And then there's uh, assignments that come up. So uh, most recently, I just got hired to uh, to to write a, a beat sheet that will if they like it will be a new version of the script from a screenplay that someone wrote that wanted help on it. That's in the horror thriller genre and wanted me to, uh, you know, they thought of me. I met them years, 15 years ago and uh, just out of the blue contacted me about it. So I just started working on that and uh, written a uh, seven-page seven beat sheet in this case uh, that'll be handed in a couple of days. And um, I've got uh, a, a project that I wrote as a spec script that I've been shopping around that actually I'm looking for a female director because it's a very female driven script and I would love to do it, but with the way the world is right now, I think it could get going with a female director. So I've been sending it to actors and things and that's a very interesting, dark, very dark um, psychological thriller uh, called uh, uh, Guilt by Innocence. That's uh, and That was totally a, um, and that was something that I saw a movie and it was a bad movie, Bruce Willis movie, but uh, straight to video, but uh, there was one scene in it that I, that it triggered the idea that I said, you know, they've made tons of these kind of movies, but they've never focused on this part of that kind of genre. And I thought that was something uh, fresh and original. And that's how the whole thing came about. Um,
1: Very so cute. that, wow. yeah, that's great. <laughs> you, you have written in so many genres, really comedy, horror, suspense, uh, family dramas, uh, kids movies, movies, yeah. uh, <laughs> really across the board you have written for everything what is your favorite genre what do you really like to write in is well
2: I'm my, my my specialty in my mind has always been comedy I mean I comedy just comes naturally to me I I have the one-liners and the sarcasms I grew up you know with Neil Simon and Abby Costello and all the mm-hmm. comedians and I love his girl Friday so Preston Sturges Howard Hawks Cary Grant that rapid fire you know uh, comedy is always what I do but I also love Hitchcock thrillers and Hitchcock, of course, had a great sense of humor in a lot of his films. So there was a good humor on that. So I I enjoy thrillers because you can get a little bit of everything in there. You can kind of do a smorgasbord where there can be a little romance, a little suspense, some action. If you can make it all work, it's great. You know, North by Northwest style type of movie. Um, uh, But as a writer and some people like saying, well, if you write. If you if, you know if you write so many genres, you 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 shouldn't be able to do them well. I love all movies. I mean, I love musicals. I love Disney. I you know uh, everything. So you find what part of you and what type of films did you like in that genre, and then you can still you know, make your skill set work for that. Because, uh, like I'll say, I, I did back in the day when I was first getting started. I I worked with a, a French producer on a lot of late night cable movies, um, sort of like sexy, uh, soft, erotic genre stuff. And everyone was said, be careful about that, because you, if you get known, it wasn't pornography, but it was, you know, there was plenty of nudity. Uh, but they were comedies. They were sexy comedies. I did a James Bond parody. I did all this stuff. Then when I started doing these Hallmark romantic comedies that are more G-rated television friendly, they're the same type of movie. As I said, I was doing like Disney for adults in those movies. You just take out the, the adult content and you still have the same jokes and sense of humor. So they, it all works. You know, the, the jokes and the lines still work for different audiences, you know. Um, You know, and as I said, I even even did a uh, a crazy musical comedy uh, called uh, Adventures into the Woods that I said was uh, for uh, children of all ages over 18. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Great marketing. (laughs) marketing. I love it. Um, So as a writer, director, producer, all of the above, I guess, do, do you prefer directing? Or is it a combo thing?
2: Well the screen, uh, writing, as we said before, writing is a very personal thing that you you basically are an audience of one. You need if you're, if you're writing for yourself then you don't have to please anyone but yourself. If you're writing as an assignment, you obviously have to know what your, your, your financier is you know, producer wants. So you have to appeal to him while still making something that you like because it's very hard to work on a project if't you if you're not into it. You, you have to even if it doesn't turn out well, you have to convince yourself you're doing something good if you sit right. there writing something you think is garbage it's going to be it's going to be garbage and and you, you'll make yourself miserable so you have to yes. find that kernel of how you can attach yourself to it yes, however i
1: know that i know yeah. that feeling well yeah. i know that and it's not always just as the writer sometimes oh, it's no. that hired gun producer you're coming and it's like all the time yeah this has so, got to fill some kind of void for someone somewhere right somewhere, yes
2: <laughs> and uh, so you put yourself into everything you write you know most likely but A screenplay is, uh, unlike a book, a screenplay is meant to be filmed, you know, as a TV show or a movie or whatever it is. So it's, you know, people would say they they don't like to call it blueprint, but in a way it is for what the final goal is. So if it's unmade, it's unfinished, you know, so you have an unfinished baby there. So when you direct a movie, that's when you, all the elements come together and then the actors bring that thing to it. You find the magic on the set, you discover things. um, You know, I mean, I have, I've, I've written plenty of stuff that I've directed and I've had a lot of stuff I've written that other people have directed. And you, you, as a, as, when you're just a writer, you usually are never that happy with the final result because no one will make the same the, the way you would make it. The old l- rule was if you write something and it gets produced and there's three scenes you can recognize from your original screenplay, you should be happy, you know? Um, and I know that feeling, but I also have been lucky enough to have a bunch of them turn out that have turned out pretty good to the script. I'm like, they followed it to a T and it worked. I, I One of the nicest compliments I had from uh, a director friend of mine who did a lot of my films, a little budget director, he said that my scripts are director proof, that if I, just, if I just shoot what's on the page, you have a movie. And that's a good sign of a good movie, that you can yeah. see the movie and it's like, it's right there and, um, you know. it's got to be
0: a compliment yeah That's
2: a, that was a very nice compliment
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. i've had the honor to read several of all scripts and i will say that they read you don't want to put it down they just they're page turners in every genre it's just you are you're a great writer off i respect you. uh, your work so much let me ask you this a little bit more on your process do you do you uh do you like carve out specific um hours of the day to write do you just write whenever do you try and do you have a goal a daily goal for yourself
2: well i don't i i mean this i've been told that you know a writer should write every day i, I don't do that i'm thinking all the time so a lot of times if i'm not writing it's 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 the thought process i'm developing it in my head um however when i when i do this when i get an assignment or i start a screenplay i Personally, used to put myself on it, I want to do at least five pages a day. That was sort of the original goal because I can usually do that and i probably do a little bit more than that. Sometimes, and many times, I've gotten very strict deadlines where they need the script in two weeks or less, sometimes much less, and I'm sitting here saying, okay, I have to do 10, 15 pages a day sometimes to get to that, and I can do that too. Um, the good thing is when I start a script, and this is me, um, I get very tunnel visioned and I can't, it's very hard for me to, to th- concentrate on anything else until I reach the end of it. So I don't sometimes mean to write, even when I'm writing for myself, I don't mean to write fast, but once you get into the groove of it, it just hopefully keeps spilling out and you just gotta get on the page. And I, so I feel that, you know, if you're writing something fast, it's gonna read fast and it will it'll shoot fast, you you can see the movie. Whereas if you stop and start a lot and you lose track of where you are, then you have to go back and reread your pages and then see what you did and what you didn't do. That's why sometimes when you're rewriting other people's work, and that happens a lot, there's a lot of times as a writer, you're brought on to revise someone else's script. So for me as a writer, since I am a writer, whenever I'm on that assignment, I try very, very hard to find the voice of the original writer. So you try to match that voice so it doesn't feel like this is being written by different people. Hmm. Because it makes, unless... They hate the script and it just doesn't work at all. And then you've got to do a, 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 a total revision. Um, there, was a, there was a script, uh, an example of this was a, a movie recently made, uh, a romantic drama, uh, relationship drama shot in Bulgaria last year called Valley of Love. And it was a first time female writer. She was a film editor and she wanted to try writing. The producer hired her and they brought me on to be a consultant to help and read the script and give notes. So I did on the first draft. I did on the second draft. I did on the third draft. It wasn't quite getting there and the drafts were getting a little messy because she was losing her focus. So they finally said, we need you to come in and do a draft yourself. So I did it. But I she had all the elements and everything was there. It just wasn't working the way she wanted it to work. So I did a, a, a major revision. And what I'm proud about that is that, it's not it's something you, you probably think i didn't write because it's such a female driven even though i do write very strong female characters uh, it's a very female driven piece here so since i share my name with two other female writers on the bed you're you're probably thinking i added the jokes and they did all the you know the the, 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 <laughs> the emotional stuff but in some scenes no i did i know i what i did and i got in that case because a lot of times the, the original writers are not happy with someone rewriting their work but uh, this woman was very pleased, and she wrote me a beautiful letter uh, talking to me about how I took her her idea and really turned it into something that she's very proud of and so happy to have been a part of. And that was a great experience. So that turned out with one great. of eight.
0: Another, another great uh, collaboration. Sounds like. Well, Amy, again, compliment. So that's nice, great. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, that's great stuff. So – We're running out of time, I'm afraid, Mm. man. This has been great chatting with you here, Rolf. Um, Folks, listen, everyone, I haven't said anything about it, but uh, send us your questions. We can get them to Rolf. Uh, We got to have you back on. Um, Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to talk uh we've got uh, we're starting the process with a bunch of folks right now where we've been talking about just uh, getting their ideas together and if you're an outline person or you're a, a beat sheet person or you're whatever you are if you if you write a treatment whatever it is get something going and we're going to uh, our next few shows we're going to start trying to put some benchmarks together for folks on on their on their ideas and i know they're gonna have a million questions and they're going to have questions for you so sure. we got to have you back uh all I to say
2: is that it, the process is different for everyone I, I mean there are so many books on screenwriting and so many courses on screenwriting i've taken a few of them looked at some of the books i did the robert mckee course years and years ago who's you know has was very famous yeah and he gave a thing that said you know that every script should take at least a year a really good script to write from beginning to end to get a good draft mm-hmm. and the thing is I know there's too many exceptions to every rule. So, you mm-hmm. know, a taxi driver, suppose he was reading the weekend, John Hughes wrote Breakfast Club in a week. Um, there's, you know, sometimes because it's in there and then it just sort of, you know, almost like vomits out on the page. So whenever someone says there's one, there's only one way to do it, there's, there's a thousand ways to do it. And every way works, some people listen to music, some people, whatever it inspires you. So I always say you gotta find what your path is rather than trying to copy someone else's method. And, and then I mean, you do that. That's why at one point I was going to do a screenwriting course and try to focus on a small class because each person should have their own schedule based on who they are and what type of thing they're writing and what their inspirations are versus like, this is exactly. how you do it. Yes. There is, the only rule is there are no rules. And, and, and there's never a, you know, they'll say, you know, every time, you know, the, 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 the script that should never have been made in a million years was being John Malkovich. Cause you don't write a script specifically for an actor who you have no connection to that. You'll never get them to do and something that weird. And yet it got made and won the Academy award, I think for best screenplay. So, I mean, sure. there's just too many times that every time they say that you, that's what you can't do. That's exactly what works. So that's, that's, yeah.
1: <laughs> you nailed it. You're preaching, you're preaching. It. I nice. love it. I mean, truth right there, folks. Yeah. That's what we <laughs> tell everyone. It's like, we're, we're all different. You know, I'm i yeah. I'm a hardcore outline kind of guy. And I always have been, but that's just me. And I, Sid Fields, read Sid Fields, you know, he'll, he'll tell you also it takes months and months and months and months to develop your idea. And so it's, uh, everyone's different. It's always, it's all different. It is. Everyone's got their own style, their own process. Uh, let me ask you this real quick, Rolf, do you, when you, when you stop writing for the day, let's say, and you go back, pick it up the next day, do you find yourself, how much review do you do or do you just dive right in? Do you, do you, I
2: usually and, dive right in. I, I, I Unless there's something very complicated or, uh, you know, there's a lot of character names and you get confused. Um, sometimes I'll write little notes on the side if I, so I don't have to go. Or usually that's if I'm doing someone else's script where you get lost to say who's which character and things like that. If you're, doing, if you're writing such at a short period of time or, or like together you, in your mind, you can keep it focused so you can just jump from where you leave off. And what you, what you this is very hard to do sometimes, but if you can leave yourself off where you know exactly the next scene that's coming up, it's much easier to, versus that you leave off in a place like, like, well, I don't know what happens next or I'm not quite sure. It's a hard scene. You kind of you can jump, jump right into it because you're like, OK, I'm looking forward to writing this versus like, oh, I got to get back into this dialogue scene that I don't know what to do. Or they just skip the scene and jump to another scene. and hmm. you know um, But um, it, it's it just, as I say, the responsibility of if you want to be a working writer, the whole thing is people have to believe that they trust you to get the job done. And you have to be resp- You have to finish what you start because you know you're given a deadline. You have to make that deadline. And you know people get very upset if you don't. So you don't give them a deadline that that you're never going to make. That you say. I mean, sometimes you just yes, everyone and say, oh yeah, you need the script in two days. I'll give it to you in two days. And then you don't make it. And they're like, well, you said two days. But say, look, I, I, logically, I need two weeks. I need a month. And that's when I can give it to you. Because if you put yourself under the eight ball, you're always going to be there. And then you panic. And then you stress out. And then you get ulcers. And no one's happy
0: so this sounds like hollywood (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's a realist approach though i mean that's real that's that's right that's yeah
1: that's good again Rolf, thanks for joining us and um folks yeah make sure you send us your messages at hollywood trenches on instagram you can give me a craig hollywood Rolf, where can they find you
2: uh well i'm uh i have uh, i'm on facebook i um, easy to reach there rolf kanefsky uh does it is below and uh i have a website um i don't i mean you can see com imbd page has my contact stuff too so i'm i'm pretty out there and um i keep busy but i'm always open and i've i've tended to be more available to people when they want to you know read scripts or give give feedback and stuff like that that i've always been you know i i feel what goes around comes around. The more you help others, the more it comes back around to you. And that's always been kind of my mentality. And And networking is key to this business. So you want to be available to people and, and you hope at some point they will uh, be available to you, you know, and, and help you on the way
0: up or down the ladder, wherever you are. <laughs> more truth. More truth yeah. from Rolf. We, we yeah. got to get podcast going okay. for him. More yeah, truth. Sure. <laughs> more truth with Rolf. That's right. I forgot to do that. That's that's our thing. Thanks. That's our next podcast. Okay. Okay.
1: Sure. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, Rolf. Uh, Thank you. we appreciate your time and uh everybody look for rolf's uh, next project what's it gonna be yeah.
2: what's it called uh well <laughs> well we got a few things well the one thing i do have to i guess i should plug is uh i did a movie uh, a couple of years ago called the hazing also known as dead scared with oh, brad yes, dorf yeah. brad dorf them. tiffany shappas so i just uh bought the rights to the film so we're going to be doing a hopefully a really nice Blu-ray special 20th anniversary coming up for this movie. Um, Perry Shen from the, the hatchet movies. I mean, it's a movie. that's a Brooke, Baldwin. Actually, uh, Brooke, Brooke uh, Baldwin, Brooke
1: Burke. Brooke Burke. That's it. Brooke yes. Burke, yes. That, was, that was like her first movie. Yeah, it was Long her first directed movie. Her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: No, it's a really fun night of the demons, hell night, evil, dead inspired eighties mm-hmm. throwback film. And um, we, we're looking for a company now to, to hopefully come out with a good special edition that we can release, as uh, to, to just as a a blast from the past that that works pretty well today, you know, with today's marketplace, the movie actually, it, I guess it was it was woke before anyone was calling things woke. We were just trying to be fun and original and, and different, you know. Uh, cool. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, All right, he needs, well, come, he needs to come back on. We got his octopus. Oh, yeah. longer definitely. To definitely. Well,
2: right. I won't say what movies there's scripts I'm working on that we might be going next year, but nothing is set in stone. So I'll, I'll keep it open until we know what the official next project is going to be. There's movies that are in post production that I wrote that'll be coming out next year, but uh, right now, the next one that I'm directing, well, we, we're we're fingers crossed. We'll see.
1: All right, well, good luck on okay. that. Thanks right. for joining us, Thank for Ralph. Thank you so okay. much, Ralph. Okay. Have a good we'll day, man. Stay time. healthy. We'll talk to you time. soon. Thanks,
2: Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye.
0: That was awesome. What a great yep. guy. What a great guy.
1: Told you. Uh, told you, and, guys. Yeah. Experience, a vast amount of experience. Uh, just uh, informative, educational. Uh, you can learn a lot from from rolf and honestly he's talking about the the movie the hazing the one he was just talking about great great film i recommend everyone if you're um if you want to see someone take an idea from page to screen as he said like it's never finished a script's not finished till it gets made this one he not only finished it he nailed it he hit this thing out of the park uh the hazing you got to check it out everybody oh my gosh we're out of time we got to get out of here
0: it flies by here. So thank you. Appreciate you doing us, man. This is great. So,
1: yeah. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you uh, next week. Uh, we're going to dive right into our projects. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, what our next steps are and our benchmarks that mm-hmm. uh, we set for ourselves and send your questions in. Remember we're on Facebook. At, what is it? Uh, From the trenches of Hollywood correct and uh hollywood trenches on instagram right. yeah and you can reach us on our
0: facebook pages or on my webpage page and
1: ted Navy's artistry.com yep. at craig hollywood so yeah reach out send us questions messages we'll get them to rolf we'll get them to dave we're gonna get all these guys back and uh answer your questions and help you get through your project and um i'm out of here yeah we got it right talk to you soon guys be safe Thanks. so long everybody Bye-bye.
0: Artisan roasted small batch coffee with pop culture flair. The finest organic, organic suspension ever devised.